Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Previously On, a podcast series created to help you through some of the most complex yet brilliant television ever made. Peaky Blinders Season 3, Episode 2. We begin at the Lanchester Motor Company factory. Thomas meets the foreman and lays underlying threats in his direction. He asks about keys to specific warehouses and the contents of them, then demands the keys to Bay 6. The foreman hands them over, but refuses any cash. Inside Bay 6, Thomas looks over a collection of armoured vehicles. Outside, he meets with a priest, Father John Hughes, part of the deal, and they wait for men from Section D, businessmen, army officers, MPs and the like, to arrive. Father Hughes declares the men too grand to be governed by a clock. He then states how Patrick Jarvis MP will want to become a trustee on Thomas's new charitable foundation and that he himself will have an office there. Thomas fails to hide his anger at this. The clock chimes six and Father Hughes makes to leave, declaring the meeting cancelled for now. Thomas reveals he's seen the vehicles, 27 in all, and everything's in good order. Hughes tells him he's to go to London for a meeting. Elsewhere, Arthur, John, Finn and a crew of blinders meet with Vicente Changretta, the father of Liz's partner Angel Changretta. Vicente talks of the peace between the blinders and the Changretta family, but demands an explanation about an arson attack at his son's restaurant. Arthur and John make light of it. Vicente reminds them they once borrowed clothes from the Changretta family. He adds that he wishes to maintain the peace, but that his son will see any woman he chooses. John makes a threat against Angel, resulting in anger from Changretta, who leaves with his men. Arthur's unimpressed with John, but his brother remains headstrong. Elsewhere, Thomas visits Ada at the library seeking a book on the Russian Revolution. She asks about Kaladin, the Russian man murdered at the wedding, wondering how he got invited in the first place. Thomas reads a page concerning a Leon Petrovich Romanov. Ada raises concerns about the current health of Mr. Kaladin, but Thomas states she asks because she's bored in a job. At the Shelby home, Polly confronts John about his threats to Angel Changretta. Word is that Angel's now threatening to kill John. Polly continues with the news that Arthur said John should apologise, but as a compromise, she has arranged for Lizzie to do so on his behalf and also break up with him. This infuriates John, who begins throwing stuff around and blaming it all on Arthur's God-fearing wife, Linda. Thomas meets with Leon Romanov at the Ritz. He's asked to take care of a few of Romanov's outstanding bills with the hotel before he can enter. As they eat together, Thomas reveals his newfound knowledge of Russian history, delivering considerable information on his dining partner and raising concerns about his finances. Romanov declares that his poverty is actually a facade. He then proceeds to pay for the killing of Kaladin with a sizable sapphire. 
John pays a visit to Angel Changretta, brutally beating him and his men, before finishing by viciously slicing open Angel's face with the razors in his cap and warning him off Lizzie. A family meeting's called in the wake of John's attack. To the surprise of Polly and Arthur, Thomas sides with John. He declares that an apology would have weakened their position, and then commands that two of Changretta's pubs are taken that night. At the Ritz, it's revealed that Leon plans to kill Thomas once their business is concluded. At Thomas's home, he presents Grace with the sapphire from Romanov and tells her to wear it at an upcoming charity dinner event for the Shelby Foundation. A troubled Arthur tells Linda he's got to go and take care of some business and passes it off as paperwork, but Linda's concerned, replying that working in the dark is for the devil. Outside in the driving rain, Arthur meets Sergeant Moss, demanding he keeps the police clear ahead of hitting the Changretta pubs. The Peaky Blinders take the drinking dens by fire and force. Arthur's seemingly lost as he washes blood from his hands in the rain. Afterwards, he goes home instead of the garrison, which angers John. Agonised screams fill the ward of a hospital as Angel Changretta suffers following the attack. We see Vicente being told someone is to arrive by train. Thomas finds John and Esme at the Shelby home and tells them there are two truckloads of police outside. He tells Esme to leave and arms himself and John. Scotland Yard suddenly burst in, dragging Esme, Thomas and John away. In his cell, Thomas receives a visit from Father Hughes and a mean-looking dog. Hughes tells him if he visits Ada again, she'll be killed due to being a security risk. Thomas plays it cool and asks about the dog, deciding he'll call the animal boy, then digging that the priest loves his boy, doesn't he? Thomas states he knows they need him alive. Hughes agrees, but then darkly tells Thomas to check under his son Charles's pillow when he gets home, as the tooth fairy's been. Thomas rushes back to his house in a panic. In the crib, he finds a business card for the co-op crematorium with a handwritten note declaring R.I.P. Charles Selby. His frantic state is interrupted by Grace, and he plays the situation down, keeping the note to himself. Reuben Oliver visits Polly with an arrangement to paint a portrait in an expensive gown. Ada forces her to invite Reuben to the charity dinner. It's the night of the event. Grace wears the sapphire necklace. Father Hughes and Patrick Jarvis arrive as recommended guests by the Lord Mayor. Thomas takes them aside to an empty room. They have Thomas run over the details of the robbery and then tell him the Russians want to see the vehicles for inspection. He says it's impossible, but Hughes says anything's possible and he's got to make it happen. In the main room, Grace introduces Thomas to Tatiana Petrovna. Grace twigs that the two already know each other, but has to leave to discuss a large cash donation. Tatiana tells him she's been ordered to seduce him, but he brushes off the idea. She then reveals the sapphire Grace wears has been cursed by a gypsy. Oh no. Thomas grabs Grace and explains how he knows Tatiana and gets her to remove the necklace. As they kiss and smile, an armed man walks in, shouts, For Angel! and shoots, hitting Grace. John beats the man as Thomas holds his bleeding wife and screams for an ambulance. Thanks for listening. Hope it's been helpful. Listen, if you've enjoyed this, I would love it if you subscribed. We've got loads more shows where this came from, and we'd love you to join us for them. A five-star review wherever you get your podcasts from would also be absolutely fantastic. If you've got any feedback or ideas for a show that we should be covering, we'll almost certainly be doing the big ones, but you never know. There may be others that we've missed. Let us know. I'd love to hear from you over on Twitter. You can find us at Previous Podcast or just email us hello at previouslyon.co.uk. Previously On is presented by Jamie East and is a Daft Doris production.
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.